Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Daily Podcast. My name is Chris, a.k.a. Necronominoms. Joining us, as always, is our co-host, Beck. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. We are high energy today. (laughs) (laughs) New energy. New energy for the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, How's it going, though? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Not much different from last year <laughs> same right. amount of like life i guess uh new year's is just a thing we made up it's the same as last year it's just a little further in time and time is a thing we made up so we made new year's up <laughs> it's not real it's not real but you know people still come up with new year's resolutions that's not new year's resolution yeah. Whenever you're like, I'm gonna do go to the gym more because everybody says going to the gym in January. That's what this literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I don't know. I, I get New Year's resolutions. It's fine to have aspirations. Uh, for this fake made up thing. Yeah. I mean, everything's fake, technically. Uh-huh. We're all just in a simulation. Yeah, that's it. Don't no no, that's not good to say right now at this very moment. Okay. Um, <laughs> is did you have any like resolutions? Um, not. I mean, just the general normal one, like be healthier, <laughs> like walk more. Just basically all the things my cardiologist tells me to do, and I ever do them. It's the stuff to, like, that everybody has, you know. Yeah. Do better. Yeah, just do better in my life. Get more things Mine's- done. <laughs> Yeah, mine is always similar. It's just like, work out more. It's like never, I, I do it, and then it's just like, yep, I'm the same weight. Great. Like, I just I just got pizza today, even though I know I shouldn't be getting pizza. <laughs> I, just, it just happened to be there. <laughs> literally, just like before we started this, just shoved a bunch of potatoes and bacon and egg in my mouth. So, like, <laughs> not doing great in that aspect either. Yeah. Huh. But, um... Yeah, like my resolution is always the same. Like every year, it's always like because like I'm an artist. Finger quotations. I just will always want to draw more. I just draw more for myself specifically, not for work. And it's just like just draw more for myself every day. That's the same. I have the same resolution every year, and I always do it for like a month, and then I'm like, and then something happens where I take a week long break, or like a vacation, and then I'm just like, okay, and I never just pick it back up again. I only draw for work. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's always like just be healthier, be more productive. And then I think that the fact that I just like group everything in those two categories makes it harder. It's Mm -hmm. like be more productive. Like, what does that mean? Like, I want to like, oh, I want to clean the house more, write more. I want to like get stuff done earlier in the day. I want to sleep better. Like. There's too many things, and I think that, like, broadening it makes it harder to accomplish all those things. Probably. Probably, yeah. A little yeah. more broad, just got to try to focus on one thing, even though they're kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like, what do you focus on? There's so many things that you have to do in your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a conundrum. It is. Um, one thing I was going to try to do was just play games that i don't like as much like mm. the other you're gonna laugh at this uh i the other night when i was like not the other night it was a couple days ago where it was just like it came up like we, we were all playing games i think you you were on and then it was like all right let's go do our usual play league of legends and i was just like no I'm not doing this <laughs> i was just like i'm going to go do something else or we're gonna play something else I'm just, this is I'm not the doing year this. This is the year where we uninstall League of Legends. Well, this is what makes me angry about it, as I had it uninstalled for such a long time. And then, because, I don't know if it was you. I don't think it was you. It was probably our other friend. It's just like, oh, let's just reinstall League. And then I did. Yeah, I, I doubt it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been years since I enjoyed League of Legends and would recommend it to somebody years it was like something to do well, it was it was just i forget why it was just that it was probably an event either that or we just thought of it as like a 
No, it was like, use it? like you must have been playing with our other friend. You guys were playing, and they're like, "Well, why, why don't you install?" Like you weren't. I don't think you were trying to convince me, but it was just like it was a thing to do together. And I was like, "No." Yeah. And then like, I guess an event must have happened that I was like, "Yeah, I just I'll install it." And like, I had had never played like an official ARAM. I think at that point. Right. Yeah. But um, it's not like I'm trying to quit the game. I just was like, I should just not. If everyone's not on, like, if I'm not playing with a bigger group of people, then I shouldn't subject myself to, like, that. Yeah, it's unhealthy. I guess. My my general thing with, like, games is, like, if a game is made for, like, a bigger group of people, then I should be playing it with that group of size. Like, like if a game is three players, I shouldn't be playing it if it's two players. I should just save that. And, like, it'll make it more enjoyable, I guess. League of Legends is hard because it's not really enjoyable. But, like, my that's my point. Yeah, you save the, like, bigger games for when there's more people and then you have know, the smaller games for small people. Smaller groups of people. Uh, even though the rest of our friends don't agree with that at all, really. <laughs> They're just like, nope, if I feel like playing a game, I'm going to play it now. Whether it's with one person or two people, they don't care. But to me, it makes it more sweeter, but... That kind of is to my dismay because by the time everybody's around, everybody's already played it. It's just like the the fresh newness has worn off on everybody else already, whether they say it or not. Yeah. I don't know. It's a wow factor to things that I always uh, covet. Uh, but yeah. I have been playing something new. What's that? Ish. Kind of new. It was new to me. It was a demo for a game called Vivid Loop or Lop. How would you pronounce that? Vivid L O P E. Uh Vivid Lope. Lope. We'll go with Lope, because we're both I'm not an English person. That Adrian. sounds weird to me, but <laughs> it does. The main character is a rabbit, so if it was Lop, I'd be like, oh is that, that like a thing for rabbits? Lop, that word, I think. I don't know. Are you kind like of punny? Yes. Yeah. I don't know, that's something to look up. Maybe something it's to look up. Don't look up Lopunny on the internet. You'll only regret it. Unless you're into that. Well, just Anyways. turn the safe search on. Don't type R34 and you're good. Oh, I don't know if you need to type R34 these days. Um. Anyways, this game... The re- I saw it, and it, what it immediately did to me was baited nostalgia to me of N64 or and or PlayStation 1 era games. So... Uh-huh more more n64 than anything it's that very much similar original 3d style of like this type of game and i'd like to talk about this game but also talk about the idea of like nostalgia baiting a game not like baiting but like just like the reason this game is in the style is for nostalgia's sake right is my as my guess um I'm just gonna describe this game. It's yeah, go ahead. The little blurb for it is Vivid Lop, the head spinning, mind bending arcade game with a puzzle touch. Master the imaginative realm where the gravity doesn't quite work as you're used to, overcome the foes, and keep on painting. So the idea is you're in this 3D on this 3D object, your little disjointed Rayman style rabbit character, and you're trying to just run around these panels of this shape. And they're all squares. It's a, it's a shape made out of like a polygon, but you're, you're running around the squares of it, and you're just trying to make them whatever color you are. Say if it's pink, and the whole thing's blue, you're trying to cover it all pink. When you do that, when you cover the whole thing, or not whatever percentage the map is asking for, normally it's like a 75, and 80, or 90% of the squares, you'll quote-unquote finish the level, and then go into the next one. That's the gist of it. Um... There's little enemies that'll stop you, and if you ever manage to like get hit by one of them, you'll lose a life, and then you'll have to restart over the stage. And it's it's really basic. It's like, I could play this on a phone, it looks like, but it looks like an N64 game, and that, that, that's what really got me into it. Um, and I beat the whole demo. It was 15 levels. <laughs> and it was kind of challenging, too. Like I don't like puzzle games. At all, I think puzzle games kind of get boring for me. But like this type of puzzle was fine. It was generally how to find it to do it, not not like the fastest, but to just get the stages done 
effectively because whenever your your character is running and getting these um squares covered there's this little meter that's beating up going up on the left side and every time you step on a new square and make it your color you speed up a little bit but if you step on squares you already colored uh, it doesn't count and if you stay on your own squares too long like walking on too many or just standing still the meter will go down so you, you can do the level quickly which is cool um, but whenever you finish the correct percentage of a level say like 75% of the squares, so if there's 100 and you've painted 75 of the 100, you have 25 more to go. The stage will be done, quote-unquote, and how you finish it is by going over the remaining 25 squares, the 25% of them, and every time you step on a new color, it's just as if it was normal. But if you step on a color, you already made your own color, uh, that meter will go down by like a third. And if you deplete that whole meter, that, that speed meter, uh, the stage will just end. You'll still have finished it, but you won't have 100% of it. Which was interesting to me. That's It's, it's kind of fun mechanic. and it, That was the puzzle portion of it, how to effectively cover it without putting too many loose squares throughout the stage. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the other puzzle piece was that there's, there's keys that will spawn, <laughs> and you need two of them to get like a perfect. And sometimes they'd spawn randomly or semi-randomly. Not I found like a, in some stages how they spawned. Um, and there's, and the, and the last little detail about it was uh, there's weapons. Uh, whenever you cover certain parts where enemies spawn, I think, or there's little be little uh, symbols on the ground that'll spawn like a weapon. And I think there was like three or four. Like one was the, the character would run and jump and then splat down onto the ground. One was like a little. It was essentially a shot, like a like a bullet, but it was actually a splatter bag like kind of like some like a weapon in splatoon like the one grenade that's like a just a water balloon okay it's more like it was more like that and one was a um you know the gum that's like a roll of tape yeah like bubble tape bubble tape it's, it looks like that but you just roll it out and it just covers a line like it just keeps rolling till it stops till till it meets a dead end and that would kill enemies along the path um yeah uh I had had you bring up the page for it, or you probably looked up the page. Um, looks very nostalgic, right? <laughs> yeah, I will say whenever you were describing the mechanics, I thought it was going to be like a rhythm game based on just the stills that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it almost yeah. looks like that. And the other thing that I think makes that connection is when you say nostalgic, like it almost like I can't think of a better example because like in my head, the first thing I thought of was like Parappa the Rapper, like those that sort of style of graphics almost but it's not quite like that uh but that was the first thing that it invoked that in the first mm-hmm. uh little bit that i saw mm-hmm. but yeah yeah the parable the, the, the rapid is a ps1 game i believe originally and like it's that same era ps1 and i think n64 overlapped i believe those two are in the same era yeah yeah uh to, for me i don't know did you play n64 a lot uh, a fair bit. That was the one I... I mean, I owned both of them, I guess, at one point. For me, it invoked, like, Bomberman and 64 games. Yeah, like that, I see that. That, that graphic... Because this game is a top-down perspective game, and most Bomberman games are top-down. It's, like, it looked visually similar to me. Like, a lot of the, like... Not like a Zelda game. Like, those were, like, graphic... Like, the pinnacle, almost, for, like, graphics back then. As long as it wasn't trying to be, like, a realistic shooter or something. But, like, not like Zelda's. But like, just more like the most more average games, like the not I'm not gonna say like, I mean like a double A game, not like a triple A's, but like a lot of those games. This is what it invoked for me, like stylization and even just gameplay almost. Yeah, um, it's kind of hard to categorize back then because I don't think there was really the whole like indie double A triple A thing. Like most games were just yeah. like bigger games because you couldn't be indie back then quite as well. No, it's like nearly impossible. Yeah. Um, I will say also a mechanic I forgot was there's a jump. You could also jump over things. Um, okay. So you don't, if you were going to overlap, you could just jump. Uh, like if this game was made back in the day, this would just be categorized as the stereotypical like platformer for no other reason other than that you are on a large polygonal platform. <laughs> Most games back in the yield days were just. This is a platformer because I think that was the most common genre back in those days. 
Yeah, you basically had like action, puzzle, and platformer, and a lot of things would like try to combine those. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there would be shooting games, but like shooting was also broad back then because I think even like they looked at asteroids and be like, "This is a shooter." <laughs> I mean, you did sure. shoot. You did shoot. <laughs> uh, so, what the other thing I want to talk about is like the idea of like baiting nostalgia with things. I think the. Uh, yeah, go ahead. So whenever we think of like nostalgic style games, we would think of like, for, or at least in the past, I want to say 15 years, whenever someone wanted to make like a nostalgic game in a retro style, I'm also going to talk about this with also with trying to make something nostalgic. I want to say making something retro too at the same time. I'm going to put those together. <laughs> uh, I would think of like the RPG maker games, that style of game where like, not necessarily RPG maker, but like making it look like Final Fantasy One specifically. Just uh, you'd be like, "That's really retro," I guess is is what I'm getting at. And but this 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 is a 3D game. Like it's a retro for people who played games in the early 2000s or late 90s. Yeah, I mean, it is like what we consider to be retro by today's standards. If you think about retro as being like eighties or early nineties, then uh, with how time works, we are at the point where 20 years ago is now like 2000. So this is well within retro style by yeah, that, yeah. Uh, estimation. Yeah. So like, I, I would say like, I'm sure this is obviously a thing for like, clothing and the way people look in cars like whenever you hear retro car i would always think something from like the 60s 1960s and then so on and so forth i'd be like oh this car is retro for the 70s retro for the 80s and then i can't think of anything any cars past that but like for video games it just seems like as time goes on you could just make arguments for well this is what was retro for the people of that age and this was retro for me even though i i don't hold this that era of gaming belovedly as like the style that I think of as retro, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think Um, for us, what probably comes up as retro the most is somewhere along like super Mario brothers days, like really older, mm -hmm. like Atari slash NES at the latest. Yeah. Yeah, Like I've looked at other games made in like the two thousands. There are games that I love that look graphically amazing still today. I believe like there's the mega man zero games. Those games look so good. Because they, they, those people like mastered pixel art, <laughs> and like if you made a game in that style, you're just you're also gonna overwork yourself. But that would be like retro. But like this is like I guess would be like a late '90s style, like just Bomberman. Um, I guess my main point is that that bar for what is retro moves for people, and like what what would retro be for someone who was born in the aughts, like 2000s? So the the games for them that would they would remember as nostalgic would be what something in 2010 yeah how um, long before Fortnite is retro <laughs> oh that's about 20 years from now 20 years from now even though Fortnite came uh, out yeah it'll be 20 years from when it came out yeah which would be I don't know when Fortnite technically came out was it like 2016 or 2017 20, oh that's close so yeah it'll be like 2037 <laughs> Which isn't a real year. Come on. 2038. Yeah. 2023. Um, yeah. So. That, that was my main point. I had fun with the game. I recommend it. It's a short demo. I, I did all the levels. In an hour and like three minutes. And I was pretty slow because I was messing around like I always do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you recommend it, I think whenever you have like the games that use that sort of nostalgic stuff, there's a fine line between uh, like just having a nostalgic feel and like just like you said earlier, like nostalgia baiting where like there's some games where clearly they're not great, but they're meant to just like pull you in by saying we use like old style like this style of art from like this time and then there's games that just simply use that, but they focus on the gameplay. And that's what's always important is focusing on the game first. You can have, like, say, a style of art, right? Like, you can make, like, Final Fantasy One graphics uh, and just say, this is what we're going to use, and then just focus on the game, and you'd be fine, I think. 
that that's it's a niche like some people just can't get over that sort of graphical like for some people retro is never going to work sometimes i'm like that where like i'll go Mm -hmm. and play an old game and be like this is amazing for its time but i cannot play this like yeah i i agree there's i definitely agree (laughs) i mean we're we're sort of experiencing that with like final fantasy 11 i say (laughs) (laughs) we're like i'm like this is this is really cool for its time but given all the stuff we've played up until now and all the improvements we made both graphically uh technologically and just like in terms of how we implement gameplay we know there's better and we and you just can't get over that sometimes Mm-hmm. Uh, so for some people it's not going to work but I think like as long as you're just focusing on making a good game first uh, you're you're going to be fine and it's going to be a pretty good game I think I don't think it has to be bad uh, just because you want to sell the nostalgia of it but if that's all that it is then it's going to be bad yeah yeah there's definitely been games where like it looked like like at what point is the threshold to where you're 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 saying like I'm making this game that is like not by the way I have to emphasize this nowhere in the like description of this game does it say it's aiming to look retro it just that's the way it looked to me and it cuz I saw this on Twitter I scrolled past it and I was just like wow that looks like like the same style as some of those N64 games just really well polished and then I went and looked it up and I was like oh this is a new game like <laughs> At what point graphically is like, are you making a game that just looks bad or just looks old? And you're just, oh, what, like, like at what point is it that it's just bad or is it, it's retro, if that makes sense. Right. For its time. Like if I tried to make a game that looked like, um, oh, what's a good description? What's a good game that I liked in like 2005? Did like you think Kingdom of the game Hearts? Like one of the Kingdom Hearts was around that time, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, was Shadow of the Colossus? Was that earlier? I don't know what yeah. you played when you were a child. <laughs> I'm aware of those games. Like if you, if you make it like stylistically, like like it looks like that. I'm not I'm not even gonna say stylistically. Like the game just that's what the 3D models look like, and that and you made it look like that because those were your limitations. Like you can try to argue like, oh, I want it to look like a PlayStation One or Two game. Like, yeah, but at some point after enough time, you're just like, I'm making it because it stylistically invokes nostalgia. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. And I'm not even sure if the person who made this game even said that this was their that was what they're doing. This could have just been a style that they liked, but it just so happened to grab me that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I thought this would be fun to talk about. I don't know yeah. when this game's coming out. This game's been this demo's been out for a while, from what I understand. It says uh, Q1 2023, so within the next like two months, mm-hmm. two or three months, uh, if they stay on their timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you been playing anything else aside from that? Ah, uh, the usual. Uh... Well, since you mentioned Final Fantasy XI, I th- I do want to talk about that a little bit. I don't think we've played much since it last came. We last talked about it. Yeah, uh, I've tried. <laughs> uh, yeah, it hasn't servers, been easy. The servers for a private server are wonky. Yeah, uh, they're not always going to be up because it's a small group of people. I don't know what's wrong, but that's just just a bit. Yeah, it's a very general, just like technological issues. Um... Sometimes it's like my game crashing. Sometimes it's uh, just the servers not working. Uh, either way, I have tried. Like I a few days ago, I remember trying, and I tried logging in twice, and it like started. It let me pick my character and everything, but whenever it reached some point in that process, it said nope, and it just shut off. So mm-hmm. I just was like okay, well, I'll try this later, I guess. And then I never did until today. Which leads to the other reason I haven't been playing as much uh, is I tried to play by myself and just level another class because you can swap classes in that game. And uh, I died twice. And I was like, you know, I'm good for now. I, <laughs> yeah, I, like like in WoW, if you die, you're just like, oh, I'll just respawn, go back, start, 
we're kind of good. And in that game, it's like you die, you lose experience, and also you're probably walking really far. Yeah, you go back to wherever your home point is, which if you're just starting within the first 10 levels or so, that's definitely just the city you came, you came from. Yeah, and you can swap your point to like your Mog area or like one of the other crystals that's a little closer for you. Um, kind of similar to how Final Fantasy XIV is, I think. Yeah, but it's still a walk. It's still a walk. Um, and it's annoying because like you have to walk a distance to like where the the mobs, the creatures are that like are worth experience for you. Um, I know I died when it was like a 30 minute walk away and I was like, and I'm done for the night. Yeah. Um, uh, that, 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 that's kind of like with the nostalgic. I just want to go back to that a little bit. I don't know what it is, but MMOs, whenever they're like nostalgic looking or like not even nostalgic looking, I still want to go back and play them, even though I know they look like garbage, like, like final fantasy. I don't think Final Fantasy 11 looks like garbage, but it looks dated. Um, it's old. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, it is with MMOs, but th- those are the ones I feel the most hunger for whenever I think back. Whenever I'm like, man, I feel nostalgic for that. Those ones, I, I'm i just like, I gotta do it. Like, I do it for MapleStory. I do it for RuneScape. I do it for, like, classic WoW. Like, I'll just be like, I know those, ga- those are all flawed and poopy. Like, there's, there's nothing innovative going on with any of them, but, like, I just want to go back to them. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. MMOs always catch me. I mean, I I definitely always want to play like new MMOs too, but the yeah. old MMOs always get me too. Uh, Classic WoW is one where I'm like that, uh, and RuneScape. Uh, even like, there's <sighs> games that are considered old by now, like uh, like uh, Swotor, like The Old Republic is like from 2011, I think. So that's over 10 years old, and that's one I go back to every now and then too yeah it's 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 just weird because mmos have the worst combat system technically if we're just speaking technically the worst combat system of like any genre it's it's right there with technically with rpgs like the reason that the system is what it is as far as a video game is concerned that combat system is is there to push the narrative forward and it is like a turn-based system or just hotkey based MMOs. It's technically some of the worst gameplay, even though we love it. I love it. I, I'm just saying from a technical perspective compared to like a action game or shooter or whatever. It's 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 boring. It's, it's slow, but I hunger for it. I think if you're used to RPGs, it's not that big a deal. Like it's, no, it's not in the slightest. But I'm just saying technically, like you, you can at least agree that technically RPGs and everything are like the, the that system is like not best i know like uh an example i give is like warcraft like world of warcraft is the same uh combat system as like dragon age 2 and Mm -hmm. that's something that didn't even cross my mind until i saw dragon age 2 on the computer Mm -hmm. because if you play dragon age 2 on a console you have this like it's at the bottom right you're all your moves and stuff and it's like a radial menu and like you're always pressing like the the a button or x button to attack uh so you don't like register that all you're doing is queuing up these move like hotkeys but whenever you see it on a computer uh i saw my wife uh had uh gotten dragon age 2 on her computer like a while ago like a very long time ago but when i saw it it was just a hot bar and i'm like that's just an MMO. That's just a hockey mm-hmm. MMO right there. <laughs> that's literally all you're doing. And that's, I mean, that's how the Dragon Age games play too, is just the same as like any CRPG. So it's, uh, that's basically the same thing. But like, it, when I thought of that, I was like, oh, this is just like, that's probably why I'm okay with these kinds of combats. Cause that's just like most RPGs. It doesn't even have to be turn-based to be like that. Uh, yeah. It's just, I think if you're someone who likes RPGs, you're used to that slower combat where you're not necessarily directly doing anything. You're just like queuing up an attack. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm a, I'm, I, I love RPGs, but I just, I'm just more understanding of like, I know whenever other people see RPGs, they're just like, yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> like, yeah, role playing games, the turn based stuff. And I'm like, whenever games like Final Fantasy were made and, um, the games that Final Fantasy derived from, which were just um, D&D style games just on computer. Uh, they were text-based adventures. 
mm-hmm. reason that the combat system was the way it was is like limitations of like what is combat. Um, even though nowadays we can literally make amazing action-based games, like think of like a like a um, what is it, the God of War games. Like you could you could live that fantasy, right? <laughs> like technically amazing combat, but MMOs just have this this system, this hotkey based system, and people enjoy it even though it's technically not an amazing system, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's because um, the gameplay comes through more in just building your character often and just mm-hmm. like saying, okay, I want to level up this character, get these moves, I want to be this spec, and I want to have this equipment, and then I'm going to play that. And then it's almost like uh, an auto battler with more steps, almost. Where like you're just yeah, this is don't worry about that. You're right, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just you're just setting up your character or your team, and then you're saying, "Okay, go do it now." But then you have to like obviously queue up the things. But it's something that you planned out that you built up, and you get to see how it works. Yeah, but yeah, like I just, I just feel it. It is technically the one of the worst gameplay styles, but I love it. <laughs> Um, yeah like the only thing i feel like i don't that like i obviously hate puzzle games i think if you i I just yeah i hate them so much they're so boring (laughs) (laughs) the only time i've ever enjoyed a puzzle game was whenever they put rpg elements into it and i was like ah yes i'm playing tetris but with rpg mechanics (laughs) um i forget what those games are called but they're on steam um but yeah uh that's Final Fantasy hasn't been much for us lately. Uh, the other other game I've been playing two other games. Uh, we'll save the one that's bigger for last. Uh, I've been playing Tarkov, and you did get to play Tarkov. Yeah, uh-huh. so I I played a little bit with uh, you and our other friend, and then uh, I did try some by myself. I did one scav run where I actually made it out. Uh, I didn't really get much. I just had whatever was on my scav, and I forget what that was already. But it's I did make a random loot they spawned with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was surprised that I made it out because I I had like two minutes left, so it wasn't like that down to the wire. But I was just surprised that I found my way around uh, enough to where I made it. Uh, I was very surprised by that, especially because like at first I was just stuck in one area because I didn't know how to get out, and like I heard gunshots the whole time. So I'm like, someone must be actively shooting at me while I'm just running around and I don't know what to do about it. Uh, but I made it out. The second one I did was just like an offline run on my PMC, uh, my my main character, just to uh, also try to look around and see if I can get my bearings. Uh, I must have been like executed, like like literally. So I was fighting like I ended up in a running into like four or five uh, like scavs and I killed, I think, like two of them, but one of them hit me. And so like I uh, crouched down. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep an eye. I'll just keep listening for them. In the meantime, my screen is blurry and I don't know what fixes that. So let me just go read all my like different medical supplies that I brought to see which one fixes the thing I needed to fix. Um, uh, and so like, I'm just randomly applying different like medical items to myself. And all of a sudden I hear just a, like a little bit of Russian and a loud gunshot and I am dead. And the only thing that makes that make sense is a scav just kind of snuck up behind me, pointed the gun, like the barrel directly at the back of my head while I was crouched down and just pulled the trigger. Uh, I was essentially just fully just executed, just mm-hmm. on the ground executed. And I still don't know how that happened. Cause again, I did not hear them coming. I was listening yeah. and I did not hear them coming. All I heard was the, them yelling at me as they killed me. Was it just like in, in like Russian or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It was an NPC. Well, they were all NPCs. I hope. Well, cause it was so an wait, offline you... run. Oh, it was offline, right? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I said. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was your scav run. I was like, "There's gonna be a no." Uh, the scav run, I made it out. The offline run was where I died. But um, yeah, I uh, hope that it was an NPC because otherwise, I have questions. 
Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. They're all NPCs in your offline run, which is like an <laughs> option in the game, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah, they'll sneak up on you. They'll they'll get you. Like uh, certain weapons, by the way, with the whole blurriness, are made like or ammo, I guess, is made to like whenever you hit someone with it, it's not going to kill them, but it's going to like cause like a status effect, like, and like the blurring is so annoying. I hate it. Like sometimes if you don't have the right thing to like take it, like to remove it, um, you just gotta leave with it. <laughs> you just gotta like get out with it, and it's just like ah. Uh, this is awful. Yeah. And um, that was my first time getting to actually shoot a gun, oddly enough, because all the times that we played together and my own scav run, I had never shot a gun yet. Yeah, uh, generally in, in scav runs, like, apparently this was an update to the game where, like, you shouldn't kill other scavs okay. because you'll, you'll get a negative rep with one of the vendors. Um. And the only way to build up his rep is through doing these scav runs and like s some other other things. But for the most part, it's these. And if you are a scav killing other scavs, you get negative 0.4 rep. And whenever you get out as a scav, you get plus 0.01. Um, it's it's dumb. Uh, how it used to be was you could just it was like a free for all. Uh, but if if a scav shoots you first and you're a scav, you're allowed to shoot them back. Yeah, you, you get more rep actually because of that. Okay, it's it's really goofy. Um, I had something happen to me where like I had I was just I was just walking around and another I saw players two two scavs like lo players looting dead bodies, and then I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna wiggle at them, which which you do by doing like Q and E, I believe. Like you're kind of tilting, and normally when you do that, that's how you can tell. Well, not how you can tell, but like it's normally a sign of like not. A negative person or something like i guess it's how you tell if it's like a player but i guess npcs can do it too so i don't see the point but i had a i had a literally i did that and i started and then i heard a person literally use their like vocal like their um push to talk say sucks for you and shot me in the head jesus yep and i was just like i just got killed by another scout <laughs> Oof. yeah i was I, I was laughing <laughs> I was laughing. I was just like, and I got. I don't. I don't even know if I got played because normally everybody, every other person, that interaction was like, they wiggle back, or they walk away. Yeah, I mean it's less getting played and more just that person sucked and didn't accept yeah. your piece. <laughs> your olive my, ranch. My my the wiggles. Uh, yeah, like I will say, like scav runs have just been like. Because you get in at the end, like you're still in a raid with other players, and you're, you're part of the norm, the PMC, the normal people, uh, your your character. You're in a raid with them still, but you're at the tail end of their raid, the last fifty percent of it usually. And like normally, they've left by now, and it's just other scav players and sc and scav uh, scav NPCs just rummaging through. They're scavenging. That's why they're called scavs. And um, it's normally just a walk. You just you get to explore. That's normally what it is to me. Because like, like you're probably not going to shoot your gun unless somehow a PMC has stayed behind or there is a bad scav running around shooting people for no reason. Um, yeah, so it's normally just a walk in the park. Like I, our fr our other friend has just been taking me to the other maps, and I'm like, let's go explore the map as scavs. <laughs> and sometimes because my computer's slow, I'll load in with nine minutes left, and it's like, uh, you're just going to be running to the exit. <laughs> Yeah, that's been my experience. Um, my point with uh, like finally getting to shoot a gun was, boy, that aiming is awful. Uh, it's supposed to be realistic. Yeah, it's which is awful. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Every gun was gonna kick like like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I even like I enjoyed uh, usually in games using the M4, uh, and it was it was rough. So mm -hmm. I I uh, definitely need to look into how to uh, customize the gun that I like with to get as little of that as close to like video game shooting as possible. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like you can I don't, I don't know if you can like you can definitely fix like not fix, but like reduce recoil and stuff and like add whatever scopes or attachments. But like, I don't know if you could ever make it like outside of just pointing down sights and shooting the gun like i don't know how much better you can make it yeah i i imagine it's not too much better but any help i can get will be uh very helpful 
yeah like, like one of my play the game one of my favorite guns from call of duty so i haven't played call of duty like actually really played call of duty for a really long time was like submachine guns like i think the mp5 was one i really liked if that strikes a bell with you yeah um I believe it's in a sub sub yeah submachine gun. I used to love that in Call of Duty games. It's like the most basic submachine gun in most Call of Duties. Normally, like it doesn't do a lot of damage, but shoots a lot shoots a lot of bullets. And I used that gun in Tarkov, and I was like, I'm familiar with this gun. And I used it, shot sh- shot like someone in the head, and it one tapped them. And I was like, Huh. I mean, realistic. Okay. If you get shot in the head, you get shot in the head. Yeah. And then I shot someone in the chest, and I was like, Oh god, they just took nine shots. Mm. <laughs> Um, because I was using bad ammo is what I learned. <laughs> I was using tracer ammo in a submachine gun, and I was just like, "Do I really need to know where the bullets are going in a submachine gun? <laughs> I, they need to be going like if this was Call of Duty, they're going like ten feet. <laughs> yeah. I guess in you know more like real life, a submachine gun can probably shoot like twenty yards or something dumb. I don't know, ten yards, probably ten yards is more realistic. I think it's, I it's farther than that for sure. It, it's it's far, like because a. Because like most real guns shoot pretty far, like real life shotguns shoot really far. I've shot real life shotguns; they go far. Yeah, but Call of Duty makes you think, and probably like Halo. Most they, like they make you, shooting. They, they make you. Yeah, they make you think shotguns will go five feet. That's it. You will be a human's length away, and any further, you are you are having massive drop off. Yeah, exactly. This game's like everything's a sniper, <laughs> unless you're using a real sniper, into which that thing might as well shoot from one end of the map to the other <laughs> yeah um but yeah i have been playing it most nights my only qualm with it is that my computer it's not even the game's fault my computer is just bad and it i'm having load time problems and i i have the game on an ssd and like the problem with the load times is i'm slowing up the people i'm with if i'm doing a like a pmc raid which raids are what going out is called they're called raids um Everybody has to wait for me to load in. <laughs> like, it'll be like me loading whatever, loading loot, loading loot poles and whatever, loading the map. And like, it'll be like our our other friend will be like, yeah, I'm, I've been done for like two or three minutes, and I'm like, okay, I'm loading. And he's like, if this, if you finish loading, and it just instantly puts us into the map, we were waiting for you every time. And I'm like, I feel bad. And then if we do a scav raid, the other people will load in before you, so you'll just be there for three minutes doing nothing. I don't know if your character's standing there for three minutes, but like you just won't be there. But everybody else will be able to go off on their own. Which sucks. That just sucks. Yeah, That's it really... That is one aspect of it that I understood that was weird. Uh, like that, that having that be a thing. Because whenever y'all first told me about that in the, in the scav, whenever I did my first scav run with y'all, that was like... I was like, well, if I'm can I just die before I load in? Like, how does this work? Cause that hardly mm-hmm. seems fair. <laughs> yeah. I know as a PMC, you will not, you, you all load in at the same time, no matter what you're just waiting on the slowest person. Similar to like League of legends used to be when everybody had toasters for computers, when you could go make a meal while you were loading in. Not, 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 not now, not at all. You could barely take a two step walk for that freaking game loads in. But, um, with, this it's uh with the scav raids at least yeah like you are free to just run around and i'm not entirely certain if your character's standing there or not now as we said already in a scav raid you're not really going to get shot by another player not not likely uh yeah unless it's a pmc waiting to just murder you that's a possibility but yeah tarkov it's um game that's been out for years and you know we're just experiencing it as a new game or i'm playing it more often but yeah it's yeah. been unique yeah it has been what's the other game we've been playing uh it's the other game that i've definitely been playing a lot that's why i don't haven't touched tarkov or anything like that uh i've been playing a lot of hades because um that's the game we've been talking about for uh speed running and stuff mm-hmm uh, I think I've made a lot of progress since last. I think when I talked about it last week, I still hadn't completed a run. Um, was that how that was? I think it was last week that I said, like, I haven't been able to complete a run. Uh, pretty sure that was last week. 
And then it was like the very next day, I think, uh, I messaged you how far I got. And it just kept going from there. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I started out once I first beat it by getting down to like 23 minutes or something like that. Uh, my most recent lowest time has gone down to, I just sent it to you. It was 15 minutes and 49 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been making a lot of progress. Uh, how fast have you gotten? 16 minutes and six, nine seconds, six, three seconds. Three okay. Seconds. Yeah. That was the one that was like, uh, six seconds faster than the one that I did before this one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that just, I honestly, that run should have just been like way worse than that. I actually killed Hades so fast. And I had the whole Dionysus, not Dionysus, no, Demeter, the ice one, Frost God, God of Winter. Um, I had all of her stuff going and she executed him at like 10% because if an enemy is frozen, they just chatter at 10%. Um, it's an execute mechanic. And I just didn't expect it. And it killed him way faster than I thought. And I was like, huh. This is supposed to be like a 17-minute run. But it turned into a 16-minute run. It's like, cool. Yeah. Uh, I was in between this last run that I did and the one, the last one I sent you before that. I was having trouble again. Just kind of like getting through runs, going faster. Um, I did end up kind of like looking some more stuff up and I just started kind of playing with stuff more. Uh, I've been talking about like the, the, my preferred aspect, uh, is the aspect of chaos for the shield. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when I looked up stuff, I was on the right track with it, but I didn't realize that I had, uh, more steps to it. So my initial thing with it, because it's, it's a shield, uh, whenever you do your, uh, charge attack, you can then throw out a special and the special turns into like five shields getting thrown instead of one. It's three at base. Uh, yeah. Whenever it's uh fully, uh, blooded out, it's five. Is it five. Okay. Yeah. I think it, is it an, at one it's three or is it one? And then the next one's two or three. I have no idea how the progression goes. I just know that I have it at, at maxed out and it throws five. Okay, is there like a Daedalus hammer that adds even more to it too? Uh no. Okay. Um but so my initial thought with it was okay, the best thing to throw on my special is going to be Zeus. You get a bunch of zappies and then you get five shields thrown on, and they all zap things when it hits them. Uh I was correct, but I didn't go far enough. Turns out best thing to do is just keep getting zeus and just keep doing zeus things and uh fish for like the double strike you're looking for like extra area of effect if you can get it uh there's like stuff for your god gauge and stuff like that um plus uh i wasn't using a daedalus hammer thing that really worked out uh which was the uh charge shot so it turns your bull rush into just a ranged attack and I hadn't been taking that one. I didn't realize how much base damage it does, which it just turns your attack into 80 damage, uh, which is pretty significant for base damage, considering that you can then throw on, say, like a, uh, something to modify the attack, uh, like any aspect that does that, and, or I'm sorry, any boon that does that, and you got, say, like minimum like 50% increased damage. So that adds another 40 damage to that. That's a lot of damage. Um, just baseline if you just get like a boon and that. Uh, plus all the other Daedalus Hammer stuff. But like that's like one of the main things you're looking for are just like Zeus and Daedalus Hammer stuff. Uh, when I tried that the very first time I tried it, that's when I got that run that I sent you under 16 minutes. Uh, plus, okay. yeah. Plus learning stuff like a uh, little bit of the... Um, like spawn manipulation, like trying to maximize that and just trying to be at the end of the room at when I'm done with the room so that I don't have like too far to go. That lowers your time too. Just all those like basic little tweaks from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun getting into it. Like after I've been um, like kind of struggling and then like just learning, uh, it is nice to see that progress too. You're just like every now and then you're getting like a little bit lower 
uh, time. I, I'm enjoying it. Well, that's great. That's great. Speed, like I think, because this game was pretty much made for speed running, it is very enjoyable. Some speed running game, like games, like whenever they people speed run them, the speed run isn't necessarily enjoyable. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's some games. It's just like like I always give the example of one of the fallouts. It's like one or two, maybe both, where like they just the speed run is uh you glitch through the game and get to the end in like a minute or so a couple minutes it's just like is that fun i um, think it's fun to do once or once yeah you but know? you're repeating it constantly and doing better like i feel like with that it's just like hey you're just pressing some buttons i guess um there was i know in castlevania oh which one is it is it symphony of the night it's the one where you are alucard um I don't and that know. one there's a backdash that you do to quickly go fast. Um, my my friend did that one, and he said his fingers hurt from doing it all the time, and he said it was not enjoyable. Yeah, like that that was just painful, and it was there's a similar thing to Mario sixty four. Went to like uh, glitch through the stairs to go up to Bowser's the last area. That was there's a similar movement. And he's like it was it's not always enjoyable, but when you get it, it feels great. But like it's, it's just not always enjoyable doing like inputs that are like not great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, since this game pretty much was already built with that the foundation of speedrunning in mind, I, it's it's fun to see those improvements and everything. Um, for me, like I don't always enjoy going fast with it. I'm it's great, but like sometimes like I'm just still trying to unlock stuff, and I'm like, oh, there's a thing I didn't like a like a Daedalus hammer. Like every weapon, once you every every weapon has Daedalus hammer options, and one of the things is just getting all those options. Uh, just getting them all once and like there'd be like one there but i'm like oh man i'm on a good pace right now i gotta go fast though so i just don't pick that and i'm just like i i know what's good or i know it's better and i just don't i'm just like oh i could have filled out more <laughs> yeah but yeah. i did even and... take a break and just did something like that um earlier today actually i played with the bow which i have no intention of like trying the bow but I needed to finish a run to get uh, the uh, prophecy fulfilled on that one. Uh, because whenever you do that, that one gives you, if you complete all the uh, weapons, uh, complete a run on all the weapons, you get, I think it's like 12 Titans blood. And I still have stuff to unlock uh, to like max out uh, to keep playing around with this. And one of the things that I wanted to max out was the um, aspect of Demeter on the fists. So I actually did um, do that so I could just get the Titan's Blood just to max that out real quick. Uh, even that, like, uh, I wasn't trying to speedrun that run. I was just, like, going and just doing it, and I still got, like, 20-something, like, I think, like, 23 minutes, which is not far off from how this started. Uh, like, my fastest time uh, before all this was, like, 30 minutes, so it was faster than that already just like not trying so there's still that bit of like practice and knowledge that's still being applied that's still visible and it's still fun uh and i don't have to like i didn't have to sweat it yeah yeah de definitely uh, whatever i get like annoyed at a run is whenever i get like whenever i was trying to get all the gods um things uh gifts yeah is what they're called? Is that what they're all called? Gifts? Um, keepsakes? No, the gifts. Oh. The, just the the whenever you pick like a god gives you like an ability. Oh, boons, boons, boons. Uh, I got all of them, and I was getting them. I'm like certain certain gods I don't like at all. Like they're they're boons. I don't like any of Aphrodite's. I think they're just boring. I'm sure there's some that are okay, but like hers are all like charm based. Um, and yeah, they're shot. useful, but they're all bad. They're all bad for speedrunning. They're terrible, and I don't think they're fun. Like they're they're just not fun to be had for me. Um, I don't like her charm. It's very it's like a short ranged thing. Oh, the charm isn't good now. A lot of her boons are charm based. Well, all, like they, a lot. they apply weakness. Weakness isn't great either, is it? They do less damage. Yeah, it's not great everywhere, but like for example, crush I just shot think it's does bad. decent damage. Yeah, I mean that's fine. They're all they're all bad, and I just think they're objectively bad. Compared to like they're not fun. Like if like Zeus's lightning coming down is more way more interesting to me, or like Poseidon's pushes. Yeah. Um 
Like, yeah, I'm sure there's tons of Aphrodite speedruns were done in like three minutes or whatever the fuck. But like, I just don't like that one. Uh, Dionysus wasn't great to me. Like doing all that wasn't that fun to me. But I did them all though. And there's still stuff I haven't unlocked. I haven't fill, filled out the mirror thing with the purple currency. Yeah. Still haven't filled that out. Um, I still need like, I didn't, I swapped to all the more optimal ones. And I still need like two. I didn't realize the final one, the other side of it took a lot too. Like a lot. Yeah. I think even more than the other side. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I, I didn't know if they were equal. I don't amounts. know, but it is a lot. Yeah. I thought I had way more of that currency, but I don't know. <laughs> So yeah, I only have like time. two, what, what is it, four at max for the final one? The one that lets you swap choices or whatever. And you still need darkness for the story stuff, too. I don't even know what story stuff at this point. It's stuff involving like Nyx and Chaos and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't got any of that either. Didn't finish their stuff. Like, there's just, I'm surprised. You know, we're speedrunning the game and there's still more to it. <laughs> Yeah. Still more. Yeah. Like, like I'm sure you realize this whenever you did your fast run, like Hermes was like, wow, you did that fast. <laughs> yeah. He's done that a couple times now for me. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, damn, like, wow. Especially because I prioritize him. Yeah. Yeah. But like on the first run that you did it with him and you come back through and he's like, wow, cuz you did that fast. And I was just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think, now give me the boot I want, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. I, he I'm does sure not give rush delivery ever. I swear to God. <laughs> do you use the keepsake that's like you go faster and dodge more uh like the lambent plume from him yes yes uh no okay i don't know if that because like that technically factors into like going faster i guess yeah i think there's you're either going for like um one of the get... ones that gives his gives the boon you're looking for or you're going for like some that give more damage or else you're doing stuff like the the one that Charon gives you, so you can get the well. Uh, it gives it, it makes the well stuff give you more encounters worth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few different like it depends on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I did do a run where I only did the plume with the Zagreus fists, I think. So it's like 15% dodge, and then if you use the plume and you're going to get you did the stage the area fast every time. I think you end up having like nearly 50% chance to dodge. What's considered fast? I don't know, but whenever I had the <laughs> plume, it would it would always up it would always be like you did it fast. It, it would always give me the the buff. Yeah. It's the buff stacks forever. I saw every it. Time. Yeah. When I when I read that I'm like I don't know what this means until yeah. you give yeah. me more information. I'm not going to try that. Yeah, just just do a run with it, like how you're playing now, and I'm almost can guarantee you're going to get you did this fast every time. Yeah, because uh, I was getting it every time. Because there, there was one where I thought I was I did a boss a little slow, and it still gave it to me. And I was like, "What is fast?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... their version of fast is still like kind of doable. Like if you've ever done the like tight deadline uh, heat. Yeah, that's free real estate. <laughs> Yeah, it's free every time. Just like, OK, I need to get an extra one or two somewhere. I'm like, ah, tight deadline. I won't even notice. <laughs> right. Yeah. I I I think the last one I did where I was just what I wasn't even trying. I put that on and I had like, I want to say like 20 minutes left on a timer when I was done, because it's just like you can just overdo it so easily. Yeah. After you how? Yeah. You just keep getting more of it. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I didn't notice <laughs> I don't know. That's how it's going. Uh, we've got like one more week of doing this. Um, I might still play Hades after it because I, I want to make sure I get all the story done, honestly, with how much there is uh, to do. But uh, we've got next week is when GDQ starts. So pretty sure it's next week. Yeah, it'll be. The yeah, it starts on the 8th. Yeah. So, so by the time our next podcast rolls around, it will be in full go mode we'll be in full swing so yeah i think it'll be uh going through and then maybe like through gdq and then we will be officially done with it mm -hmm. 
and move on to whatever our next venture is. We're going to have to figure that one out. Beating Final Fantasy XI. It'll just be Mm. the same adventure for the rest of time. It'll be crashing in Final Fantasy XI again. And I saw it install it. (laughs) That's how you beat it. Uh, I don't tell you, that's that's the true ending right there. That's the argument for every MMO. Do you beat MMOs? Um, Not if they have dailies. Right. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) It's just, you just uninstall them and that's how you beat them. Yeah. Uh, Also next week, there will actually be games releasing. So that'll be fun to talk about. Yeah, well, like, we're sure there's games that have been releasing, but, like, the actual, like, um, places we, like, like, we normally check out Steam and stuff and, like, Switch releases and stuff, but I'm sure there's been, like, minor releases, but nothing, nothing, nothing lately. Yeah, it's it's that time where, like, things are just kind of dead for now. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here. Uh, We will be back next week with more stuff. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and we will see you next week. And don't forget to do your dailies. And your weeklies.